Hey yo, what's up everybody? Welcome to episode 18. Scott Brocious. The Sheriff. No, I knew you were going to do that. <laughs> the Scott Brocious episode of the Two Player Co-op Podcast. I'm one of your hosts here, Kevin White, along with my brother from my mother, Sean. How are we doing? Pretty good, pretty good. Like I just was telling you, I thought all day it was Sunday, but it's actually Saturday, so that's pretty that's awesome. That's a great day. Um, yeah. So before we get into it, I want to try this Nitro IPA. So what we're drinking tonight, we're trying, we finally got our hands on the uh, the Guinness Nitro IPA. Um, I'm excited, but Sean tells me it's not really much like an IPA. So first taste coming up. It's good, but yeah, I don't know. Maybe Guinness shouldn't do IPAs. That is not an IPA. Yeah. It's not hoppy. It's not hoppy at all. I like it better than the Sam White Ale. Uh, nitro. I never tried that. Yeah, it's not. Uh, I don't know. It's not that great, but I don't know. This isn't bad. I actually prefer the blonde Guinness. But yeah, I still need to try that. I actually got today. I tried the. Um, I got a six pack of the Sweetwater, the hat. What was it called? The one that smells like a pine tree. Oh, hop session. Uh, something session. Something about a session. So I'm not gonna not gonna not gonna work here anymore. Um what was it? Hash hash session. Hash session. Hash 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 session. session. So I got that and then I tried I've been wanting to try this because I keep seeing it. Um Tap Room is the brewery. I didn't know they're out of Rochester. Oh. Shout out to Rochester and Geneseo. Shout out to upstate New York. Yeah. That's not upstate though. Mm. No, it's western New York. It's not northern New York, but it's upstate. That's stupid because then the whole state is upstate. That's always annoyed the hell out of me. Well, I wouldn't say like Poughkeepsie. Would you say Albany? I understand the argument. Poughkeepsie is not upstate New York. Is Albany? Syracuse is. I don't consider Albany upstate New York. I was going to say because it's more metropolitan, but so is Syracuse and Buffalo, but I think I would consider those. No, I don't know. Syracuse, everybody says it's central, but then if it's central, it's still up. I think there's I confusion know. between upstate New York and northern New York. Upstate is really yeah. just saying it's not the city. Right. But I'll With take that a little state. further and say not only is it not the city, it's not anything that's even close to the city, geomet- no, geographically Geometrically speaking. <laughs> parabolas. Tangent. Um, um, but yeah, bottom line, Guinness Nitro IPA. I've been looking for it for weeks now. Uh, I went to four different places today <laughs> to try to find it. And in the end, you know what? Kind of a letdown. Didn't really live it's, up to it. Yeah. I mean, I'll drink it. I'll drink it because it's here. But, but I'm like, eh. yeah, not my favorite. Won't yeah. get it again. But so, oh, what I was going to say is so the tap room IPA isn't that great either. So I've, I've had a really? bad, I've had a bad beer day. I you know, it's really good. I can't remember where they're from. But have you had the, since we're on a video game podcast, the 8-bit yeah. IPA? I got that. That's good. Rec I got it one time at Rec Room. Yeah, and then that's I got where I had it the first time. Um, No, I almost got a four-pack of that at one of the liquor stores one time. But I got, I think I just went with Ananda or something. But no, yeah. that is pretty good. That is good. I like that. It is good. That'd be nice. I don't I don't think I could get that in a keg. I don't think. Yeah. I don't know where I it's from. I think they're too small. I can't remember. Yeah. Yeah. What are you going to do? So that's what we're drinking. What else is up, man? Mm. Spent uh, the day. Oh, that's not true. I spent an hour of the day um, jumping around on trampolines with young Nick. Which is awesome. uh, For his belated birthday outing. Um, It's really sad. I was just, for anybody that hasn't been to 
Sky Zone, or the one here is Get Air. There's also Launch. There is another one? Launch Room or something. That was the one that we had up north. But oh, okay. There are several, but you know, those the trampoline places. They're fun. Um, definitely look one up if you haven't been. They're a hell of a workout. But yeah, five yeah. minutes in, I was like, like okay, I was done. Out. I'll do the videos now, Brittany. I'm, yeah, I'm done. yeah, you go jump. Nick was uh pretty consistent that whole hour. Um, good for him. I couldn't keep up with him. I was, I mean, I toughed it out, but I was ready for a break after five minutes. But right. Um. Yeah, that was about it. That was my day. Again, followed by the driving around town and the next town over looking for this overrated Guinness IPA. But I wonder if it's so. Has it even been rated? Or did we just build it up in our mind? Kind of like I think, well, Batman that's true. Superman. I think I it was overrated in my mind. But Oh, maybe, speaking of Batman versus Superman. Stupid. Which we were. Civil War. We were? No, I was kidding. I was oh. being sarcastic. Civil War, of course, is at 100% on Rotten Tomatoes right now. It's only like 15 or 16 reviews, but I'm like, I. it makes me not even want to see it. I'm a Marvel hater, I'll say it. Yeah. Like, I'm going to go see it. <laughs> but it just makes me so mad. But you will not let yourself like. I mean, no, that's I'm, not true. Like, yeah. Although I, I just don't really care about Marvel. I'm still. I'm gonna watch Captain. I'm gonna watch. What's it? Winter Soldier. I still haven't seen that. The, the last. You need to watch that. That's last good. Marvel movie I saw was the first Avengers. So it was 2012. Oh, you didn't even see the second Avengers. No, I didn't. I didn't care about that. And a lot of people said it was just. Meh. I. It wasn't as good as the first, but it was good. Yeah. Yeah. I don't care about Ant Man. I would almost say Winter Soldier is better than Avengers 2. Yeah. I think a lot well, of people that's what, say that. Yeah. But, yeah. but everybody's saying, the, the reviews that I've heard, spoiler free, um, they said that the, the airplane fight scene, like in the commercials, looks stupid. Like, oh, we're flying at you and we're jumping at you. They said it is, without a doubt, the best action sequence in any comic book movie ever. Some people are saying it's the best action sequence they've ever seen in any movie of all time. Wow. So I'm like, okay. And it lasts for like 15 minutes or something. That fight, like, yeah. it's crazy. I don't know. It just annoys me that they're at 100% in Batman. You know, they dropped from 29. They ended up at 28%. Oh. I thought they would have rebounded a little bit, but. That's oh. so sad. So, yeah, speaking of what's up. So, yeah, Batman. I don't think we talked about that last week. Batman's getting his own movie. Yep. Worst kept secret ever. Affleck's directing it, worst kept secret ever, and it looks like he's writing it too, worst kept secret ever. So I am so happy about that. I'm very interested to see if they go prequel or they go... I don't want to see another prequel. I don't want to see an origin story. Well, okay. Yeah, I guess... If we could see... They don't have to do Under the Red Hood. They could do Death in the Family or something, or they could do The Killing Joke, which I don't think they're going to do The Killing Joke because the animated movie is just... It's coming out in July. Um, but it would be cool. I don't think it would line up with the timeline, though, is if they did do a present, you know what I mean? Not present day, but yeah, I guess a present day Batman movie where Superman's dead. Spoiler alert. Our Lady Peace. <laughs> he's dead. He's in the ground. And Batman, so that that would say, well, now Batman can just be Batman. He doesn't have to worry about Superman coming in. But, yeah. but now he's going to be forming the Justice League. So I think it's got to be, well... We don't know when it's coming out. So it could be between Justice League 1 and 2. I don't remember if I said this during the Batman Superman review episode, but I feel strongly enough about this to where I'm going to say it again. Every time we get a new actor playing Batman, I don't need to see the whole 
Here's well, that's little kid Bruce it. Wayne, yeah. and here's his parents. I don't need to see that every time. Everybody knows the story. That's I don't why they get just why threw every it time. Yeah, uh, it drives me nuts. As soon as I saw where they were going in the beginning of that movie, I'm like, oh, we're gonna Dude, see this again. When he started floating up with the bats, I was like. I mean that was cool. I, I quit. No, I was like, I'm done. I don't want this. Is uh, oh, okay, it's a dream. Okay. Well, Thank yeah, God. yeah, yeah. But before we knew it was a dream, I was like, nope. Okay, this is why it's getting bad reviews. <laughs> the bats are floating above the ground. Spider Man got announced. I don't really care. Like I like the original Spider Man. I like the Spider Man reboot. Now we're gonna reboot it again. Would this be a three boot? That was a good one. Like Cop- repeat, three peat. Copyright that. This is a three boot. They said, so he's in Civil War. Who's playing Spider-Man? Tom Holland, some little twerp. Like, they went full, like, obscure, young Spider-Man. Like, he's in high school. He looks like he's 12 years old. I just, I don't know. I don't know. I I always like Spider-Man. Spider-Man Homecoming. Yeah, I don't like I don't like the title at all. They should have just done the Spectacular Spider-Man. They've done Spider-Man. They've done the Amazing Spider-Man. They should have done Spectacular Spider-Man. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. What have you been playing this week? Um. Oh, oh I know I've what been you've been playing. playing. Yeah, yeah that's right. I borrowed uh, Uncharted Collection from you. Um, skipping over one. Uh, I played through. I don't know. Maybe half of it. Like, I don't know when that was. Years ago, a couple of years ago, two, three years ago. One. One. Yeah. yeah. And I didn't really care for it. It was. All right, but I think something happened. I just got away from playing it and never got back into it. Um, but I said I would play through two and three. Uh, I already read the story on one, so I know okay, what good. happened. That's, that's all you need. Yeah. So playing through two, I think I'm on chapter like 16 out of 26. Okay, so you didn't get any further than no. we talked the other day. But I don't know. It's pretty good. There were... A couple times early on where I was just like, I just, I'm not really feeling it. But that was mainly due to the, like the fighting, like the shooting, the action sequences, mm-hmm. all of the like cinematic things, yeah. the climbing around, the running, the, all that stuff. The puzzles. It's yeah. great. It's fun. I love it. But the shooting was just so, it just felt very stiff or something like i had the sensitivity going way down and i kept just really my targeting right thing would just keep going like i would just try to move it a little bit and just zoom like zoom right past the per i couldn't like get Hmm. the shots to line up and i eventually got the hang of it and um but no it's it's i mean the story is fantastic the presentation the storytelling is great uh characters are good the acting is really i think all the voice acting is like very believable and yeah um, the best part of it is the presentation and, and the storytelling presentation and tool. Your um, presentation tool. I really like. I mean, I like Drake, obviously, but I like Sully a lot. Sully's he's just awesome. such a cool. Just no, I don't know. There's something about it. he's just this he's old, cool, just cool dude. I don't know. Right. I like Sully a lot, but Sully's no, it's awesome. um, it's pretty good. Um, I'll probably finish that this coming week, and then. Try to play through three the following week. Yep, and then what? Then four it's almost time. Yeah. So, uh, but yeah, that's pretty much all I've been playing. I think. What about you? So played a little bit more of Ocarina, Ocarina, Ocarina. I think I usually say Ocarina, but I, I think I say, say Ocarina. Ocarina. I don't too. know why Ocarina just came out of my mouth. I usually say Ocarina, okay. but I go back and forth. 
I uh, I did the little ice cavern thing, which I never even knew that was a thing. So I got all the way through that. When you first got there, were you like, all right, here's the water temple? No. Or you knew that wasn't the water temple? I knew it wasn't the water temple because when you go through Zora's palace and you see big um, King Zora is all frozen. So I'm like, oh, I guess I'm not supposed to be here yet. So I just like, oh, I'll keep going, whatever. And then I found it. I was like, oh, okay, I guess this is something else. But I didn't know. It's almost like it's a dungeon, I guess, but it's not really because there's like no a boss. Mini dungeon. Because once I got- honestly, like now that I've played through the game enough, I almost dread that more than I dread the water temple. Because of all the backtracking, it's just so annoying pushing yeah. the stupid ice block around. You just put it the right this way, way, and then push it this way, and yep. then this way. Because I like to get. If I see a stupid treasure chest on the map that I haven't gotten yet, I won't leave the room until I get right. it and it dry it. Because then I gotta push them over here so I can climb up and get this one and. Between that and then always having to go get some more fire in a bottle, like, I don't know. To me, the last one or two times I've played through the game, I've dreaded the mm-hmm. Ice Cavern more than Water Temple. Well... You, in your first night, you'll probably hate the Water Temple more. I'm sure. But me, as a more of a veteran, I hate the Ice Cavern more, yeah. personally, but... Well, it's like I, I told Sean this week when I got the Ice Cavern, and I was texting him, I was like, I didn't even know this was a thing, this is kind of cool, and... Got through here, and then uh, I went to Lake Hillia. I guess I teleported there. I don't remember what I did. Somehow I ended up there. Did you jump the thing with Epona and just ride her in? No, I just like warped over there. Maybe oh, I, I think there's like something. a there's like a little dive yeah. down in the water. Okay, teleport yeah, that's what from it was. Zora's domain. So I, I ended up over there. I went in the little log cabin there. There's the thing where you can dive, and he's like, "Oh, you only dove 18 feet. You can do better than that." Oh, yeah. But I had my blue thing on. And yeah, yeah. yeah. What, what but remember that. You do? can go back. You can't do anything. I, okay, I got to do You can else. go back later. So Okay. I figured there's a lot Keep of stuff. I should have been mind. taking notes throughout this whole game. But then I got in the water temple, and I text Sean. I'm like, I'm, I'm just going to stop for now because I know Ratchet and Clank is coming, and that's going to be fun and not stressful, and I'm yeah. just going to stop. I haven't started the water temple. So I got there. And, yeah, I got Ratchet and Clank. Um, only beating the first uh, planet level, whatever you want to call it. Or second, I guess there's the intro stuff. You go with Ratchet, then you go with Clank, and then you got the first thing and the cinematics, and you go to the next one. The game, like everybody's been talking about how beautiful this game is, and it looks like you're finally playing a Pixar movie. They weren't exaggerating. That game is, I just, I find myself when I've killed enemies and stuff, I just look around and it's, the draw distance is so far. The lighting is amazing when you're going into these caves and stuff like that, and there's these little enemies that light up, and it's just, it is amazing. It's beautiful. This game's only 40 bucks. And that yeah. blows my mind. I, I guess they were just like, let's make it 40 bucks because the movie's coming out. Right. Let's try to, try to draw some extra attention. E- and- either make it 40 bucks so people that like Ratchet and Clank, they'll buy it. And then if kids see, oh, this looks like a cool movie, and they go see the movie, and then they're like, oh, there's a game, and it's only 40 bucks. Thirty-one ninety-nine if you've got Amazon Prime. Um, it's a steal. So I haven't gotten very far into it, but it's very fun so far. Um I haven't played any of the other Ratchet and Clank games. Clank games. <laughs> Ratchet Clank. and Clank games. Did you play any of them? Um, I don't think I have. Unless I no. I, I used to I even get Ratchet and Clank confused with Jack and Dexter, and with um, Banjo Kazooie. No, uh, Sly Cooper. I was gonna say that, but I'm like, no, that's not what he's thinking of. But wow, okay. But at least that's an animal, and I guess Jack and what the hell is Jack? He's an animal. Jack's a person. Daxter is like a. Oh, Daxter's the thing. Okay. Like a, Did you play either of those? Games? Oh, I have all three of them. 
First one was okay. Second and third were a lot better. They made it more Mario 64-esque. Okay. So, you know, you have the overworld that connects all the other places, and you go to the swamp area, you go to the snowy mountain area, you go to the, the desert area, whatever, and you have to do these different missions and get the equivalent of stars and Mario 64. These were like orbs power orbs i can't remember what they were but i don't know uh, all three games were pretty good i think and who knows maybe we'll see it revived on the ps4 at some point cool you know what that just made me think of um when i was watching these did you know gaming if you haven't checked out did you know gaming on youtube they're awesome they did they do all these did you know videos and i went back and was watching some on zelda and i was looking at ocarina and Originally, Ocarina, Ocarina was going to be structured like... Hey, Ocarina. Uh, <laughs> you know, I did that dance before anybody in America did, because when we went when to, you went to Mexico in eighth grade. Yeah. yeah. It's weird. Tangent. Segue. No, not a segue. Tangent. Tangent. Um, what was I saying? Oh, it was going to be structured you know? like Mario 64. So you your hub would be Hyrule Castle. Really? And you would jump in the paintings to go to like Dungeon 1, Dungeon 2, Dungeon 3. That's weird. Which is like it would take the Zelda out of But still Zelda. like mini mission based or just like, well, just jump in this painting. But then once you get to the level, it's still a normal Zelda level. Or yeah, it was oh, like. Once you got, well, it, it, I don't know that they ever even got into programming that. Okay. It was just they didn't think there was enough. But it wasn't going to be like, oh, go to Forest Temple and. Find the booze and kill them all, and you get a little Triforce right. shard for it. And, right. Okay, so it wasn't that extreme. No. But, well. They just didn't think they had enough memory with the 64, so they thought that's what they were going to have to do. And I guess that's why with Majora's Mask, they did the... The expansion pack. The whatever. rumble pack. I was going to say, obviously, yeah. it's not a rumble pack, the memory expansion pack. So, so no. Well, I'm glad they didn't do that, because that, uh, that probably wouldn't have been a very good sequel. No. Oh, funny you should mention that. We'll yeah. get to that in a second here, but you know what we got first? What do we got? We got some news. All right, just a few items this week. Uh, this one's pretty cool. So, uh, Namco Classics are coming to PC, PS4, and Xbox. So, Pac Man, Mrs. Pac Man, or excuse me, Ms. Pac Man, Ms. Galaga, and Dig Dug are coming. Now, these are the original versions. They're not being remastered. They're going to be in HD because they're on a an HD Pac-Man. <laughs> yeah, like I mean, I guess is this going to be out on PS4K too? Ooh, can you imagine Pac-Man? How perfectly circular <laughs> those <laughs> yeah, no, dots no would look. Edges. I do love Galaga. When I first heard this, I was like, "Oh man, if they're going to redo it, that'd be pretty sweet." But they're not. They're just they're just putting it up there. So yeah. I do love Galaga. If it's like. I can't imagine they would even charge five bucks for these games. I think it should be ten dollars for the whole thing, right? Oh, I don't, and that's th- I don't even thing. think twenty. Twenty is too much. I don't think they've said if if they could be purchased separately or not. I think they're just if it's going to be like a collection or yeah. We don't know if they're individual games or if they're a collection or what. From what I know so far, right? From my sources. Hmm. So look for that. They're supposed to be coming out this next week. Um, speaking of coming out soon. GameStop executive says that the new console launch could be, quote, imminent. Um, We don't know what he meant, but there was a a presentation GameStop had behind closed doors. And um, 
that he commented about rumors. Tony Bartel, who's the COO, commented on rumors about the new PlayStation, Xbox, and Nintendo consoles, saying the launch of at least some of these, quote, seems imminent. So... What does that mean? We don't know. We don't know if he's talking about the PS4K. We don't know if he's talking about the NX. We don't know what he's talking about. So if you had to guess... And apparently, uh, some people were saying maybe he's just talking about VR. Maybe he's talking about. But we already have VR. solid. We know dates pretty for solid all release dates, and those aren't those, systems so or consoles. They're why would he say? Mm, they seem imminent. I mean, it is what it is. So uh, I just wonder if he's, you know, the rumors that the PS4K is going to be October, NX sometime quote towards the end of the year. But it wouldn't surprise me if it was, if it was the summer or something. I don't know. What do you think? I I can't imagine. NX coming out before fourth quarter. Yeah. But still, I mean, that's could be as early as what? Another five, six months. So yeah. that's, I guess that's imminent depending on how you define it. But so maybe that's what he's talking about. But, but the funny thing is, so like they, they had a quote slip about PSVR that mentioned the fall. And everybody was like, no, we've heard it's the summer. It's before June, blah, 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 blah. And then it turned out it's October. So right. if anybody would know, GameStop's going to know because they've got a whole lot of skin in the game. So right. I don't know. I don't know. It, it's going to be interesting the rest of this year. I I just want to know what the stupid NX is. I want to get rid of all the rumors and the patents and the leaks and all this other stuff. I can't wait for E3 to just see this stupid machine and what it is. Right. And hopefully it's not a stupid machine. Next up, just a couple more items here. Um, this one's near and dear to our hearts, so I want to throw this in here. Yacht Club Games, who, of course, makes Shovel Knight, um, gave an update this past week to say that Shovel Knight has now surpassed 1.2 million games sold. That is awesome. Um, let me do some math, because 200 of those were at retail. And I think the retail was 25. So... 25 times 200,000. What do you think that is, Sean? That is 5 million? Yes. So 5 million plus 15 million. Wow. So they made 20 million off Rocket Knight. That is awesome. Rocket Knight. What? (laughs) No. (laughs) Well, I guess Shovel Knight. Yeah, half of it, right? I'm not on my game tonight. We've had technical difficulties and stuff. (laughs) Rocket Knight never sold 2 million copies. Well, actually, that'd be interesting to look up. That was a good game. Anyways, so 1.2 million copies sold digitally and physically. The most were sold on Steam. That's not surprising. 3DS came in second, 29% of those sales. The Wii U had 17% of those sales, and the PS4 had 10%. PS3 had 1%. The Vita had 4%. That's crazy to me that it sold more on the Vita than the PS3. That's good for you Vita owners out there. Um, The X-Bone accounted for 5% of the sales, and then I forget what GOG is, but... Uh, that's the GOG system. Oh yes, and what is the humble? Uh, the that's the humble bundle. But I still I don't even know yeah, what that know. is. But I know it's the humble bundle. So awesome yacht club games. Okay, so let's just say this. Do you want the sequel to be eight bit or sixteen bit? Ooh. I. Uh. <laughs> I feel like eight bit. Yeah. I think, I mean, this is clearly not 8-bit. 
Right. It's 8-bit, but it's pushed it's to the brink. 8-bit style with a whole bunch of processing power. Yeah. Right. And I feel like if you did that with 16-bit, but really pushed it that same extent, I feel like it loses something. That's getting to, I don't know. It'll obviously still look retro, but so 16-bit amplified the way the 8-bit was. Right. Uh, it just seems too... I don't know. I say stick with 8-bit, but 16 would be cool, too. So, apparently, what their original plan was, according to Colin, um, they wanted to do... Once they saw how successful this game was, they wanted to do three of them. And they were going to do an 8-bit, a 16-bit, and a 64-bit. But I think what he's saying is it seems like now, and he doesn't have any concrete information, but that they're like, we put a lot of work into this hand-drawn pixel art and all this other stuff, like... You don't want to just it's throw that awesome. away. And don't start just new. throw away. Just just yeah. draw some new characters, and uh, I don't know. Yeah, follow uh, what Mega Man did. That's been pretty successful. Just keep using, yeah, reusing did, the same sprites. They did nine and ten and eight bit graphics. Yeah, yeah, it was awesome. So I don't know. Either way, I I, I trust in them a hundred percent, and I can't wait for Shovel Knight too. But it doesn't seem like it's anything that we're gonna get. Like, but is it confirmed? Like, it's definitely happening. Uh, or it's just they haven't more an, than like they haven't announced it, but all industry people say, yeah, they're they're just figuring out what they're gonna do, right? Especially after Plague of Shadows sucked. No, it's not good. I just want Shovel Knight too. Yeah, so we'll see. Last item on the list. Told you this was a quick news week. Um, we we talked about this a few weeks ago. Nintendo has now released the second batch of SNES games on the new 3DS. You can only get this if you have the new 3DS or the new 3DS XL. Sean, sorry, you can't get Super Nintendo games because they want you to pay $200 for a new 3DS. Well, at least I already have the charger for it. That's true. Yeah. So I wouldn't have to buy that. Um, yeah, we still got to buy another one. I got to buy Nick his own. Uh, so now Zelda 3, Super Metroid, and Donkey Kong Country 2 are out. Those are Two of those are two of the, the best games ever made. Um, I, I mean, miss- those are three of probably the... Top five, six games? I'd like to say top five. Certainly top ten. I mean, me personally, I would have to put Chrono Trigger up there. But those are are three solid games. Yeah. That's awesome. I just hate that they don't have cross-buy. Like Sony does. Like, if I had a Vita and I bought Axiom Verge on the PlayStation 4... When it finally comes out to the Vita next week, I think, or the week after, I can just download it. I don't have to buy it again. But I've purchased Zelda 3 and Super Metroid on Do my you have Wii a Vita? U. No. Okay. No, I'm saying if I did. Yeah, okay. I'm just saying, like, it works. Or, or yeah, yeah, yeah. since I've got, uh, speak of the devil, what's it called? Not Rocket Knight, Shovel Knight. Yeah. I can go download that on my PS3 for free. Right. You know, it's just stupid that I paid eight bucks for Zelda 3. And Super Metroid, and I have to buy them again if I want to play them on the go. Yeah. Whatever. All right. Do we have our crazy bug back? Is I thought I heard something. Heard something. That's all the news for this week. Um, pretty pretty weird. It's a weird time right now because E3 is kind of around the corner. I think we're right at two months away from it, so everything's yeah, kind so nobody's of... nobody's dropping any no. big There was another thing we didn't just... touch on, but there was a teaser for Titanfall 2. Um, it's coming to PS4 and X-Bone. Um, it's going to have a single-player campaign. They they dropped a teaser for it, which is teasing the trailer, which is coming at their E3. 
Or I should say their pre E three event. So um yeah, so now into our main topic. So it's just it's funny when speaking of Titanfall two and there's there's not a whole lot of new IPs this day these days, you know what I mean? Um, right. Ratchet and Clank. They're just all retreads. Yeah. I've been playing Ratchet and Clank. Um it's a lot of fun, but that's not a new game. It's a remake of a game based on a movie, based on whatever the hell they're saying. Um, Street Fighter Five came out this year. Gears of War Four is coming out this year. We talked about God of War Four leaks. Um, there's just no new IP. So with all this talk about sequels and Titanfall Two and all this other stuff, we figured um, kind of want to hit the Wayback Machine and go back and take a look at the most disappointing sequels we've ever played. Now we're not saying these are the worst games. By far, there there could be sequels that are bad, or you might have some that are bad. Mine are mostly just well, yeah. We're we try to make it more personal, just like when we did our top tens. We were yep. saying the top ten best games, top Ever. ten right. of our favorites. Right. So these are our, in our minds, our top ten, not top ten, top five top most disappointing sequels to us. And sometime we'll do best sequels, maybe. Yeah, and so again, these are not these are the games that we have played. These are not just popular choices like I've never played Sonic 06, probably the worst game ever made. I haven't played Resident Evil 6 or 5. I haven't played Duke Nukem Forever, you know. So these are just going to be the games that we personally feel are the most disappointing to us for one reason or another and then we'll expand on it. And uh yeah, we'll go from there. So you have 5 games. I got 5. All right. So I have 5 also. I picked Two that were more universally despised, I guess. Um, and then three more of my own, I guess, unique games or something. Um, ones that are not as... I mean, I think for anybody that has played these games, they're also probably tend to be unfavorably looked upon (laughs) (laughs) tend to be (sighs) okay but yeah yeah but you know two i know two that when you think of these games you think of disappointing games right and then the other three are more just of my personal choices okay you want to kick us off or you want me to kick it off um i can kick it off i'm thinking maybe we share some of these but well i'm going in chronological order so if we oh um I haven't, like, ranked them of what was most disappointing. Right. I'm doing my two universal ones first. Okay. I can't remember which one came They out might first. be the same as mine. Um, I will start out with... We don't need to talk about this because everybody talks about it. Not a good game, but Castlevania 2. Okay. I, say, I didn't pick that, but I... Okay, so I know what your other two okay. are then. Because yeah. I was... I yeah. had three, and I chose these two. Okay. Um. Like I said, we don't need to waste a whole lot of time on it. Castlevania 1, great game. Castlevania 3, fantastic game. game. Basically took Castlevania 1 and improved on it pretty much in every way possible. And it's just weird to think back. What if after Castlevania 1, around the Castlevania 2, when 2 came out, what if we actually got 3? What if we didn't waste a game on 2? We got 3 next, and then we had time for another a third one good more, right even better than three Before super nintendo NES Castlevania Castlevania, yeah. so i don't know i 
don't in general, the whole... Castlevania two. But I guess what they were going for is a game that I would typically like. It's were almost they... more RPG, open world. Right. Like you don't know where to go. It was I almost Metroidvania before Metroidvania, kind right? Of, wasn't yeah. It? But just I, I never played it too much. But the videos I've seen online, it's like the puzzles you have to solve are just ridiculous. There's no way without a strategy guide or the internet now right. that you would ever know how to solve them. And the main thing I think about when I think of that game is just how there were all these random, what do you call it, like, fake blocks. You would just be walking along, hum-de-dum-de-dum, and then you would fall through a block and land on spikes and you die. Like, just, oh, they yeah. would put these, not invisible, visible, but not actually there, blocks just randomly throughout the game that you can just fall through at any given time. Right. And sometimes it just sets you back and you just got to go walk up the stairs again or something and then other times you just fall on spikes and die or whatever so uh, just not a good game they had a day, day night cycle right yeah they did so if you went to and the town enemies were a lot more daytime. difficult at yeah. night and or if you went to the town at daytime was there no enemies at all i don't think there was and when you came no, back at night everybody folk. turned into a zombie or something yeah and it was another one of those games with just horrible japanese to english translations like <laughs> it was yeah. just all around bad game but that's all I'll say about that. Okay. Mm, which one do I want to go? Well, if I'm going to cry, actually, I think these both came out the same year. Whatever. Um, first item on my list is a sequel, but it's not even really a sequel because it's a whole other game. Okay. This is something we've talked about many times and everybody's talked about, but um, Super Mario 1 was damn near perfect. And Nintendo thought, Oh, those poor Americans, they can't play what ended up being the lost levels. Uh this what's this game? Doki Doki Panic. Doki Doki you got Panic. a guy with like a uh he's got like a turban on or something and he's jumping around and he's flying, you know, magic carpet rides and all this other stuff. Uh just put Mario Luigi Toad and uh Princess Toadstool in there and just uh, go They'll never that. know. Yeah. It's not even like See, this is where I didn't want to say that it's the worst sequels ever. Talk about disappointing. It wasn't even a Mario game. Like, there's no more jumping on enemies to kill them. When you jump on yeah, an enemy, jump on them, you, you just, jump on you a shy guy and you just run. And then them. you got to pick them up and throw them at another care. shy guy. Or you pick up a freaking turnip and like, ooh, I'm going to throw a turnip at you. And then now you're dead. Right. Why? And yeah. then you fight, what was Birdo every freaking level? Like, how many yeah. times can you pill, kill Birdo? But was Birdo... That was Birdo's first appearance. Yes, and shy But guys. was that just... An enemy that they was took from Doki, from Doki, Doki, Doki Doki? Yeah, they took every wart. And everything. now it's just now he, she, whatever, is just part of the Mario universe. I guess. But, I mean, has has she been in any other games? Was she, she in any in, of the new She's Super been Mario in, like, games? Mario Kart and probably uh, Mario okay. uh, Tennis Party, and maybe. Golf and Soccer. All those oh, yeah, games. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Briefly, I know she was in... She makes, like, a cameo. He or she? I don't know. She. It, she's a she. She... Makes an appearance in um, whatever it was I just played. Paper Mario, Paper Sticker Mario. Star. But, yeah. I, I think of her more just as being like Mario Kart. All those weird Mario spinoff games now. All the racing and sports type games. Right. But, yeah. And then the thing. And then you get to the end and it's even more of an insult. Spoiler alert for a 28-year-old game. Something like that. Uh, uh, it was all a dream. It was a dream. It didn't None of it happened. happened. Right. I, I What? Wart was probably the only cool thing about it. Wart was kind of cool. But they never brought him back for anything else either other than like the spinoffs. But why, if you're going to go through all that, 
I understand just, okay, we have this other game, we'll just put Mario in it. But really, you just stopped there. You couldn't have substituted Wart for Bowser. I mean, right? come on. Like, I understand it was too uh, late to change the mechanics of picking up the enemies and going to the shadow. The, the, the shadow thing right. is cool. Leave the gameplay. I liked that. Okay, but at but least it's not, it's put just some... Not, yeah, I don't know. The only thing I would say that was really... And again, it's not that it's a bad game, but coming after... You, you look at Mario 1 and Mario 3, and then you look at Mario 2 and say, how did... What, what were they thinking? Like... Yeah. It, it, one thing that was cool is each of the four characters had a different characteristic. Mario was just... Mario's... His, he no. was like 7 out of 10 on everything. Well, like he was just across the board. But average. was Mario... Was Toad any different than Mario? I know Luigi jumped high. Luigi jumped high. Princess was, could float. And she could float. There was something with Toad, but now I can't remember what it was. Yeah, I don't remember. The game was difficult, too. It's another one of those... It's If it was not a Mario game, it wouldn't have been that bad of a game. Yeah, it still would have been top fifty NES games, probably. I mean, it probably is in general, but that's the thing. It's just not, not a, a Mario. Game. It's not a bad game. It's just a bad Mario game because it's not even a Mario. It wasn't supposed to be a Mario game, right? But I will say, you know, when I got I got Mario All Stars on the Wii and I played Lost. I told you I played Lost Levels and I was like, I it's impossible. This is this okay? I am a poor little American who couldn't beat this game, especially as a kid. I would we would have broken so many. Oh yeah, NES game pads trying to beat that stupid game, but. Yep, so Mario 2 is the first one on my list. Definitely disappointing. Not a horrible game, but definitely a disappointment. What do you got next? I'm guessing I know what it is. Well, that was what I had next. It was oh, okay. Mario 2. So okay, cool. why don't you take this next one? Okay, good. Because I then think I know what this is Because then I've got a point to make after it's... Okay, so if you paid attention to our uh, top 10 list of our favorite games of all time, um, forever ago now, it seems like... Um, one of my favorite games ever was one of the two first games I ever played on the Nintendo, yeah. and that was Legend of Zelda, yeah. which is still to this day perfect. Um, the, the game is just amazing. Then Zelda 2 happened, and it is not good at all. So I I would love to know the thinking so we've got the first ever open world game in Zelda 1 it is critically acclaimed it's selling like crazy it had a gold cartridge I know Zelda 2 did too I'm just saying like everything's working why do you then go okay let's just do something totally different let's make Zelda 2 a side scroller yeah with RPG elements where you level up your magic and your life and you go to these towns. Um, you're walking along an overworld and then you just find these random battles or you get the little, I don't remember what the enemies were called. The little, like the, the little the, blob thing, little blob things. They'll be like, rrr, 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 yeah. and then they surround you and then you got to do the little random thing. Like yeah. it's almost the same. If, I wish somebody would just say, uh, we were making Zelda 2, and we thought it was going to be too difficult, so we took Moki Moki Danik and turned it into Zelda 2 <laughs> or something. Like, like that's a stupid It almost point. seems, yeah, like it was never meant to be a Zelda game. No. They just threw him in it at the end. Like, and again, I don't know that it's necessarily a bad... If you had never played Zelda 1, I don't know that Zelda 2... 
would rock your world in a bad way, the way it did me. Right. I have still never gone back to it. After, and we've talked about it in this podcast, but after we ran out of keys and we couldn't get any further, I was like, I'm, I've never really played that game again. I've got it sitting upstairs for the NES, and I haven't even plugged it in. Do you have the gold? Yeah. Oh, wow. That might be worth something. Oh, didn't they all come out on the gold? Mm, did it? I thought it was just like the first so many. Maybe. I mean, not like it was the first 100, yeah. but the first like 100,000 or something maybe. But I'll uh, eBay it. But so the the funny thing, well, what what do you want to add on Zelda 2 before I make my point about those two games? The reason that didn't make my, I only wanted to do two NES games. Mm-hmm. And obviously it was between these three. And to me, Zelda 2 was the obvious one to leave out for me because I, I just played through it again not two, three months ago. Right. Um, I have no real desire to play Castlevania 2. Mario 2, every so often, I feel like I'll pick it up randomly and play. Yeah. But Zelda 2, at the time, it was very disappointing. But I don't know. I guess I've gotten to the point where I can look back on it and say, yeah, this is totally different. This is hardly recognizable as a Zelda game, but it had its merits. I like, even again, even though it's not really Zelda, I like the leveling up thing. I like the overworld stuff, but I think if you had everything the same, you'd almost have to get rid of the, the weird random battle things. Right. But if when you went into towns and levels and caves and whatever... It was back to more of a top-down Zelda 1 approach instead of side-scrolling. I think it's a totally different game. Probably a lot better for your game. There's probably some other random things you have to change. You no longer need... Right. You no longer jump. You don't need, the, thing you you don't need the down thrust, the up thrust, you know. Yeah. But it's just the whole... The overall game, I like. But Zelda and side-scroller just doesn't really work. Ask... Uh, CDI. Uh, that's what I was going to say. The only <laughs> other side-scrolling Zelda game they made were those two crappy ones on the CDI. So that three. tells you there was three of them? No. There was, yeah, there was one where you were Link, and then there was, there was one, one where you were Zelda, and, and then there was a third one where you were Link, but it was like totally different graphics, like more realistic-looking Wand of Gamelon or something. Maybe that, that was the that first That was one. the one game, I thought. No, keep talking. I'm going to look them up. But there's, definitely, look up. there's definitely three. Look it up for me, Zelda. Google Zelda. Hey Siri, uh, what were the Zelda CDI games? Um, but what I was going to say about these, the, the reason I want to include these two, and they are both disappointing to me, but there's something very similar between these two. They both came out the same year and all that other stuff, and they're the second in the franchise. Oh, and that's the other thing. We're not just going to do second games in a franchise because a sequel does not mean it's just the second. But anyways, both Super Mario Brothers and The Legend of Zelda in the third entry, went back to their roots. Zelda went back to the top-down perspective with one of the best games ever made. Mario 3, again, one of the, any list you put it on, top five games of all time. They went back to what worked. Now, of course, they added power-ups and stuff like that to Mario 3 and stuff like that. But, I mean, they went back to the actual formula that works. Right. And I thought that was very that was very interesting. And actually Castlevania 3 did the same thing too. 
Yeah, they all they went they back. added some stuff with the branching paths and the characters and stuff. But they right, but that didn't change side scrolling Castlevania. That just yeah. added to it. Um, Link, the Faces of Evil, Zelda, the Wand of Gamelon. Oh, okay. these were simultaneous releases. Yeah, I didn't realize that. Third one was called Zelda's Adventure, created by a different third-party developer, Viridis or something. It's, again, one where you play as Zelda and you're saving Link. Um, but let me see if I can find a... Yeah, it looked like this. Oh, wow, it was quite a bit different. It wasn't even really side-scrolling. It was almost more oh, weird. realistic-looking. I think it was just as bad as the other two, but... If you're Nintendo, why in the world would you license out one of your top two IPs? I mean, at the time, well, I just closed it, but when was this? Was this after like Link to the Past or was this after Zelda 2? Like, was it really that big for them It was after Zelda 2. I don't think think Link to the Past had come out yet, but I don't remember the CDI. And the other, the funny things, when you look that up, they never thought the CDI, Philips never really looked at it as a gaming console. They looked at it as, I think more of like an educational thing. Where yeah. you could play laser discs. I think it was was it laser disc or was it CD ROM? Well, CDI must be CD ROM. Yeah, guess, CDs. But, um, I don't know. I, I just I don't know. So that's what I got. Mario two, Zelda two to start it off, and they both went back to what works in three. Sean, what you got next? All right. Uh, which one do I want to discuss next? I will do. All right. So this was my last. Edition. I came up with four games fairly quickly. I was trying to think of a fifth, and I wanted to kind of switch it up a little bit, not do anything too predictable. Um, so I went with Legend of Oasis. I thought about that. So Beyond Oasis, pretty fantastic game. Yes. Top five Genesis games. Yes. Now, Genesis to 32X, okay, I get it. Not much of a leap. Genesis to Saturn, pretty big leap. Yeah. Legend of Oasis wasn't that much different than Beyond Oasis. No. Same exact gameplay. Okay, we added a I couple more. I think the more. gameplay was worse from what Well, I yeah, maybe. I mean, worse. I know what you mean. But the they certainly didn't everything, improve but it. But it seemed like it was stiffer or something. I, I don't remember it playing as well as Right. Legend. It followed a very beyond it, I mean. similar format, except they added two more spirits or whatever. But there was still the water temple. There was still the fire temple. There was still the forest thing. It Very, very similar. Yeah. And the thing that bothered me at the time, it still bothers me now, is that it just seems like it was such a total cop out and like early on maybe one of the more generic enemies you would face would be just some random like uh knight or mm-hmm. something like a walking suit of armor and then in like the fourth level or the fifth level once you're really far into the game you just face a bigger one but they literally just took the original one and stretched it like it was so pixelated looking do you remember this you fought like Kinda. bigger versions of the older enemies you'd fight in the game, and they just literally took them and just stretched them out, and they looked super pixel. It just drove me nuts, and it's like it just seems like something that was rushed out or something. I don't know, but to go from Genesis to the Saturn and just not really change a game all that much, I it just. 
very disappointing. I remember as soon as I heard that they were making a sequel to it, I was thrilled. I'm like, all right, this is going to be... Now we're talking Zelda. At the time, I don't think N64 was even out yet. Saturn came out... Well, I don't remember when Legend came out, but right. Saturn came out in 95. Nintendo 64 came out in 96 or 97. So this was before... Certainly this is before Ocarina. So the last Zelda games that came out were like Link's Awakening or probably Oracle of Ages, Oracle of Seasons. So as Sega fanboys, you know, we're looking at this like, all right, Beyond Oasis, I mean, granted we had Crusader of Senti 2, but Beyond Oasis is one of the closest things we had to Zelda. Yep. Now Zelda is stuck in 16-bit and the more the more recent ones are just 8-bit. We're moving up to 32-bit now. This is when we're going to, maybe not a knockout punch, but we're really going to do something special here. And the final product, honestly, certainly didn't seem any better than the 32X game. You could make the case that it really could have been a 16-bit game. Right. In my mind, the way I'm picturing it. Maybe I'm not giving it enough credit, but all in all, just, yeah, kind of a big disappointment there. And do you remember, too, the way they did the the HUD? Like, your your life and your magic went, like, all the way across. Do you remember oh, really? that? I don't remember that. And then, like, there was stuff on the sides. It was just... I remember being busy. There's a lot of... It was definitely busy, yeah. Yeah, but... Yeah, very disappointing to me. Okay, good choice. Uh, my next one, I jumped all the way up to the PS3. And I didn't realize how disappointing it was at the time. But compared to where it was on the PS2, I would say Grand Theft Auto 4 was a big disappointment. I thought about that, but that was one of those, like, I didn't realize it was a disappointment until later on. Until you played 5 and you're like, man. Right. Yeah, I mean, it... it it's like I knew it when I was playing it, but I didn't want to admit it because I wanted it to be good because I loved um, 3 and I love San Andreas. And again, I haven't played Vice City. But like with GTA 4, they wanted to go realistic. They wanted to like, it was really grounded. It was going to be really serious story and all this other stuff. But it just, that's not what GTA is. Like, right. GTA is not realistic. Not 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 only to mention, on top of that, you had annoying Roman Billick. Hey, do you want to go play the dots? Do you want to go play the bowling? <laughs> He's not Italian at all, but that's what I'm going to talk. Um, you couldn't fly. Like really, you could not fly. You couldn't fly. You couldn't get in a plane. There was no jetpack like there was in San Andreas. It was just so grounded. Like, you hmm. just drove around and you did taxi missions. Like, And that's the other thing. Like, the, I, what I really remember getting so frustrated was, like, the, the checkpoint system in the game was horrible. You would get almost to the end of a mission and go all the way back to the beginning. Like, and some uh-huh. of the missions were horrible, too. Like, do you remember the mission where... Did, did you beat four? I forget. I don't think so. There was one mission where you're try- you're going after Flavian, I think his name was, the guy that was like in the army with Nico, and now he's like, Ooh, and he's all, you know. And you are chasing him. It's a moped chase. Oh, my God. Along sidewalks and all this other stuff, and you can only go as fast as a moped would go, and it's just horrible. 
that combined with the, the the thing I really remember about the checkpoint system is there's one mission where you're on dirt bikes or motorcycles or something like that. I forget. And you're going under and I would always like this jump, one jump you had to made, you had to make it perfect. And if you didn't, you went splat and you like landed against this concrete wall and you died. And I died over and over and over and over again. And I had to keep going back to beginning a mission. It was just so frustrating. It's like three was so much fun. San Andreas, I mean, the eating and the working out and stuff got a little overbearing, but it was just fun. Grand Theft Auto 4 was not fun. Yeah. Then, obviously, they fixed it with 5 because I spent 350 hours in it. But I, I would say GTA 4 definitely was a disappointment. Even if we didn't know how great GTA 5 was, I think if you were to play 4 and then go back and either play Vice City or San Andreas or 3, you're going to be like, oh, this is... I mean, it doesn't look as good as 4, but this is so much more fun. When I picture a moped chase down the sidewalks, it makes me think of George Costanza on his little rascal scooter. With, oh, gosh, yeah. With all the old people, and they're like, get the bikes. And yeah, that, that's what I picture. <laughs> that's awesome. All right. Yeah, I guess part of me wants to play that again just to see how different it was and probably how disappointing it was but at the same time i have no interest in going back and playing it so that alone tells me it probably was a disappointment right yep yeah all right what you got next um do you have another ps3 game yes all right i'm wondering if we're gonna agree here um i'm solid four okay yep i waffled between four and two Okay. But I went with four. Yeah, when you said you didn't have any PS2 games, I was like, yeah, because I figured you'd have two. Um, so we both have this. I'll probably yield to you for most of the talking, but story, I think, is an okay story. I get that it just seemed like they were almost trying too hard to way too hard wrap everything up in a nice, way, way pretty box with a nice bow on it, whatever. But all in all, story was cool. Two and three were two of my favorite games. And again, almost like with Beyond Oasis, I'm like, well, here we go. Next-gen system. There's going to be that and then some. Even Sorry, though no I was one... saying they were trying way too hard in four. To right, right, right. Yeah. Sorry, okay. Yeah. Um, and so I figured, well, it'll just be that with better graphics. Knowing before it came out, you know, the whole thing was no place to hide and all that and it's like uh, like as soon as i heard that i'm like all right well i don't like that no place to hide is the complete opposite of what metal, of gear, what metal gear is yeah and i remember when i first started playing the game and you're in like the the desert you know the, mm-hmm. the middle east whatever and he's riding in like the back of the jeep or whatever it is i thought it looked beautiful yeah i'm like okay but then I just, I remember the story, but gameplay-wise, I just don't really remember much about the game. It just seems very unmemorable, immemorable to me. No, uh, I don't know. It just seems like it was a lot of run and gun and not try to sneak up on people and yeah. kill them silently. And then you had all the, what are they called, like the frogs or whatever, the little, the, yeah. the. Where it was just full out, like Gears of War or something. Uh, right. So, I don't know. Um, very disappointing 
to me. Not a terrible game. I mean, you can make the same argument for pretty much all of these. Any of these games taken away from their series that for the most part we all know and love as a standalone game may have been okay. But this is not a Metal Gear game, just as Zelda 2 was not a Zelda game, and right. Castlevania 2 was not a Castlevania game, and so on and so forth. Um, so that's my thoughts. I'll turn it over to you. But to me, uh, just pretty yeah. disappointing game. This is one of those, when I played through it the first time, it was not disappointing at all because it was so much fan service. And going back to Shadow Moses just blew my mind. That, yeah, like, that I got cool. so emotional. Like, I had... I don't know how I didn't have that spoiled for me, but I mean, Twitter wasn't around in 2008. Or it might have been. It was, but it was, yeah. So I didn't have to worry about just going on Twitter every day. Like, I had to delete Twitter when 5 came out because I didn't want to know if Python Cellcon was right and it was going to be Gray Fox or not. I didn't want to know. It was wrong. Right. It's not Gray Fox. So when that happened, I was just like, I, I cannot believe this. When you first get to Shadow Moses and you walk in the base and the music hits and everything and it's just so like I almost cried I'm like because this this series has meant so much to me and everything and now I'm back where it all started it was so cool um, I loved the cutscenes. the the scene on the Volta River was amazing it lasted for 45 minutes whatever it was when you know Liquid Ocelot's shutting down everything and he's just massacring everybody it was just so well done it's something anybody in Hollywood would have been um, would have been proud of and said that was great action sequence and all this other stuff. And, and um, yeah, they tied up every single loose end in the hour and a half long ending. Um, and I loved it. And I loved that Raiden went back to being kind of Raiden, even though he's still a cyborg, but a cyborg that looked like a person. And he had a kid and him and Rose got together and she wasn't really with Campbell and, Snake didn't kill himself. He gets to go be Otacon's buddy for six months or a year, however long he's got left to live, and everybody's happy. And then we we found out that the uh, Rat Patrol 01 was really Patriot, Pat Rat 10. It would spell out Patriot. So, you know, they were controlled. The Patriots were actually – and then actually as I'm saying this, I'm like, okay, this this story is so convoluted. I, would, yeah. I wrote down incomprehensible. It's not incomprehensible. Well, it is incomprehensible, but it's so convoluted. Try to explain it to somebody. I don't even know where I would start. Like, one is very easy. Two is not. Two is not easy to explain. All. Three is perfect. Yeah. Five makes sense. Um, Peace Walker makes perfect sense. But, like, so the the story has all its issues. And then it's like, because it was... Three went back in time, and you got to be Naked Snake turning into Big Boss, um, who had an eye patch. So it was like, ooh, let's give Solid an eye patch. We're going to give him the Solid Eye. Man. Okay, whatever, fine. Um, not only that, we're going to give him CQC. Okay. I understand from a game perspective, you're giving him CQC because four comes after three. But. Why would Snake know CQC if he didn't know it in 1 and 2? Solid, I mean. Right. Then you find out, like, from Otacon during the story, oh, yeah, ever since something, something, they declassified all the Big Boss's files, and now the whole world knows they think he's a legend and not a not a war criminal, all this other stuff. So I guess that's how they explain it. But So he just read some files, and he's able to just do CQC. Yeah. I, I don't know. Um, Act 3 was freaking horrible let me get off the train 
And it was cool that you had your young snake mask because that's what everybody wanted to play. So we didn't want to play his poor old man. Was that the one with Big Mama? Yeah, that's... Yeah. Once you got to there, it was awesome. Right. But, well, no, because then you had the the on-rails thing where you're on the motorcycle. You don't have to fire one shot, by the way. You could just ride. Nothing happens to you. Really? Yeah. But, like, the whole thing, you're, you're... you're in a trench coat and you're just walking around and you're having to tail this guy. And I was like, this is just so boring and not fun. Like this is not tactical stealth action or operations. It's none of that. This is just stupid. Then you get there and you see big mama, but I was like, would Eva really be wearing like that? She'd still be showing her cleavage like 70 years later. (laughs) No, this is just, this is just so weird. And it's cool that she was the mom, but then she doesn't come back and fight. I don't know. The game had so much potential, but you got to think too, like Kojima didn't want to make that. He didn't want to make three. He wanted to be done after two and he's going to leave two. That was it. And he wanted people to figure out, did the game really, was that real or was it all a simulation? You know, and none of that actually happened in that world. And like, like you said, they, they turned it into a Gears of War game almost like, I think I went through, I did one time I used a guide to get through with no alerts to unlock something. I don't remember what it was. Maybe it was the infinity bandana or something. Yeah. Um, but like you had to really, really try Like I went through and got no alerts on Mogar Solid three without much issue because I'd beaten that game a million times. I knew how to play it and everything, but, um, it just was not. Yeah. So I debated between four and two, but two was disappointing at first. But as time went on, I, I just more and more and more and more and more appreciated it. That I understand what he was doing. I hated getting tricked with Raiden, um, but I understand how seeing Snake, seeing Solid from the outside, can kind of elevate him in your eyes, and you're like, "Wow, this is the super soldier and all this other stuff." So, two doesn't disappoint me anymore. It did at first, but as the years went on. I appreciate it more as the years go on. Like, I don't know that I'll ever go back and play four again. Right. Which I is, tried doing that a few years ago and I never even got out of act one. I don't really? Think. I was just like, I just, I don't care. Yeah. Yeah. Let's see. At least two, the gameplay was there. Yeah. You're riding. You're not snake, but the gameplay was there. Yeah. Story. Okay. But the gameplay was fun. Right. It was a perfect, not the overall story but the story i guess the the setting the big show i thought was really cool all the different struts the gameplay was great i love the game yeah the story yeah a little convoluted four has that as well as a big departure in gameplay so yes to me 100 percent, no question four is the bigger disappointment so okay so what's your last one my last one um Anybody out there that's listened to a majority of our podcast probably knows where I'm going with this. Um, I just don't know which one it's going to be. The only true sequel. Well, I guess that's not true anymore. But Final Fantasy X-2. Okay. I just I knew it was going to be a Final Fantasy game, but I forget which ones are the yeah. So So ten. I don't remember where it landed on my top ten list, but... Definitely one of my all-time favorite games. Uh, played through it multiple times on PS2. Got it the day it came out, the HD re-release. Um, and I was excited because it also had 10.2, which I had never played. Even though I loved 
10 and I liked the idea of 10 too because I hadn't gotten enough of it yet I wanted them I wanted to see where else it could go um read all the bad press all the bad reviews about it but I was like nah it can't be that bad Mm -hmm. but I just never got around to playing it then once I saw that they were coming out with the re-release with both of them I figured okay I'm gonna play through 10 one more time just to refresh myself on the whole story and then I'm gonna play 10 too and I think it's gonna be good I knew about how the gameplay was different but I still had high hopes and I think I put 30 to 40 minutes into that game and I'm done with it. Really? I'll probably never play it again. I didn't get very far, but all I remember is it has like levels. I remember beating a fight and then after it said like level complete or mission complete. I don't know. It's just a weird, again, it's not a Final Fantasy game. The combat system was all weird. I don't even care that it's a bunch of girls. Like, has nothing to do with that. Yuna's a great character. I like Riku and then Pain. I don't know. I don't even remember what her story is. She just kind of shows up. But graphics were good. I mean, I only played the HD remaster, but the art style was cool. It was, it's cool that you get to revisit some of the places from 10 again and all that. But just the way the game plays and you have all these dress spheres and you change your i i don't even know i honestly didn't even give it much time um but the fact that it was years in the making you know that i finally played it after it came out and i had read all about it and heard all about it and still wanted to play the game knowing all the bad press it got right and it still disappointed me (laughs) (laughs) after that uh to me that was just a big huge disappointment um made all that much worse by the fact that it was a sequel to one of my favorite games of all time so uh for me final fantasy 10 to takes the cake so my last entry on this list is a ps4 game that came out last year that I was extremely excited for because they were doing a lot of new things in the series and I was very, very excited to get my hands on it finally after it seemed like forever and play through this game. Arkham Knight. I had you going though for a second, didn't I? I was like, there's no way. There's, he's not gonna, he just said it was his like third favorite, favorite <laughs> game of all time. Uh, gosh, Batman Arkham Knight. Uh, First off, I'll say, I let Sean borrow this, and you played, what, a half hour of the game? Maybe, yeah. So, Arkham Asylum, Arkham City, which was in my top ten list, and then Arkham Origins, which gets a bad rap just because it wasn't made by Rocksteady. It was made by WV Montreal. That game is great. It is a J- it's, it's a Joker origin story, and it is just so well done. I love that game. I was over the moon excited for Arkham Knight. It was so pretty, and it looked so good, and... You know, who is the Arkham Knight and blah, blah, blah. And I should have known who it was. Do you care if I spoil it for you? I think I've already read it. I think I read because I've heard that it becomes, from you and others that the okay. game's not that good. So I think I just read the Wikipedia it becomes, like, plot summary. It becomes very obvious when you start seeing all these flashbacks to the Joker beating the hell out of Jason Todd that, 
Oh, Arkham Knight's Jason Todd. Oh, they're doing Under the Red Hood. Oh, his mask is kind of red underneath the Arkham Knight face. Oh, it's Under the Red Hood. I get it. Whatever. They they promised us it was a new character. They lied to us. Um, the stupid Batmobile ruined that game. What should have just been a means to traverse a big city became an integral part of gameplay that never should have happened. Yeah. I don't want to be platforming in a friggin' car. <laughs> I don't want every mother freaking boss battle in a Batman game to be a tank battle. Yeah. So there's no bath there's there's no there's no boss battles. Like in Arkham Origins, you had one of the, the, the most fun boss fights ever when you fought Deathstroke. Hand to hand combat Learn his patterns. It was difficult, and you had to do all this stuff. It was so good. Um, the boss, you remember the boss battles in Asylum. and I mean, Asylum didn't really have, the, the Joker thing was just weird. Otherwise, that game would have been probably perfect. But um, So, <laughs> you fight the Arkham Knight in a chopper in your Batmobile. <laughs> you fight the Arkham Knight in a big drill thing underneath the city in the Batmobile. You fight um, in one of these side missions. You fight it's not only that, not not only the bosses, but let's go through this. So um, when you actually fight the Arkham Knight, I expected a Deathstroke style of fight. Nope, he's just in a room, and you've got a stealth. He's up on a gargoyle thing, and or no, he's somewhere in the room. I don't remember if he was up on a gargoyle or what it was. He goes to three different places in the room. You got to stealth your way over there and knock the guys out without getting seen, and just get to him. And then it triggers a cutscene. Then he goes to another thing. You do it all again. You don't actually get to fight him. You don't get to fight him at all. So then, once it turns out you know who he is, um, it's revealed that Deathstroke is behind it all. I'm like, okay, finally, yes, we're gonna get to. I'm gonna get to fight Deathstroke again. Then you get to fight Deathstroke in a tank. And at this point, I'm like, I'm just so pissed off at this game now it's ridiculous not to mention you do fight two-face and penguin in this game yeah you know how you fight them you knock out all their guys and then it cutscene triggers and they're just standing there and then it's driving around the Batmobile and then it's like oh Alfred comes on and he's like oh Master Wayne I see there's uh, some tanks approaching your and I look over at the, the HUD and it says okay you've destroyed zero out of 40 I'm like <laughs> are you kidding me like I almost want you to play it knowing just to just to experience it or you could even look up a video on YouTube like they took what should have been the perfect swan song in this series and shoved this stupid Batmobile in there and ruin the game because of it. Yeah. The story was so good. Not really the the Red Hood thing. I mean, that that's a great story, but they told us it was going to be something new, and they lied. But the fact that Joker is really dead. They trick you at one point about an hour in, and you're like, holy crap, he's alive. No, he's infecting your mind. So the best part of the game is the whole through the whole game, Bruce slash Batman is having... He's seeing the Joker. Joker's talking to him and talking to him. And 
it's it's just so well done and everything and then it it just it, it then it's just a bunch of tank battles and not only that you know how you get the real ending you 100 percent the game which means you go and get 240 All stupid like riddler 243 things. riddler trophies Ugh. And then you got to do Riddler races where you're racing underground, you're going up on walls, you're doing all this other crap, and he's putting barriers in your way, and you got to memorize it, and it takes forever to do it. So I've never, I've never gotten the real ending because there's this thing called YouTube, right. and like I, uh, the game should have been great. I wouldn't even say it was good. There are parts of it that are great, but the overall experience with that stupid Batmobile and all the tank fights. Just completely like I don't ever want to go back and play that game, and that's sad because I've I've gone through City twice, and that's a big game. No. Um, and I down I did all the DLC for it, and I beat that. I beat Ar- Arkham two or three times. It's not as long as uh, as City is, but like, man, it's disappointing. And and for Rock City to to have such a good track record and then and then go out like that, just it broke my heart. Are they done? Are they going to try to fix it and make a new one? Or? They've said that the the ending, once you get 270,000 rather trophies, um, leaves it up to interpretation because it, it looks like Batman faked his death and Wayne Manor blew up and all this other stuff. Um, and then he appears like as a vision to these criminals, but really it looks like the fear toxin, he's using that to scare people and, and make himself even more powerful, whatever. Um, they've said they're done with Batman. Okay. What a lot of people are thinking and hoping is that they're going to do a Justice League game. Hmm. Nobody's ever done a good Superman game because Superman's Superman, so I don't know how they would pull it off, but if anybody could, it'd be Rocksteady. Um, yeah. But yeah, it's it's the end of the Batman story for them, and I hate it that it that it went out like that. You should play through it at some point just so you can it's experience just not, I it. I really have no... It sucks. I'll I know. probably YouTube some boss fights just be like, wow, this is pathetic and like Deathstroke is a tank fight yeah everything's tanks it sucks yeah yeah it sounds bad <sighs> and now I'm just depressed <laughs> we've, had, we've had technical issues this whole time and now I'm talking about how bad this game was it's just depressing yeah. <sighs> alright well that's it for our main topic this week Sean what do you think want to do the back of box challenge yeah whatever alright that was pretty quick last week you want me to read I yeah. read first last time. You read first time, last time because the week before that. that. Yeah. Oh, yeah, because we had yeah, the same game. There's no way we have the same game this time. Ready? Yep. Fewer chosen, fewer succeed. Few are chosen. That, that didn't, I didn't mess with. Few are chosen, fewer succeed. Journey now to an island world surrealistically tinged with mystery where every vibrant rock, scrap of paper, and sound may hold vital clues to your unraveling a chilling tale of intrigue and injustice that defies all boundaries of time and space. Only your wits and imagination will serve to stay the course and unlock the ancient betrayal of ages past. I feel like I know what it is. Um, what I originally thought it was was um oh what was it called like monkey island or whatever those secret of monkey island yeah i'm like no it's not a secret of monkey island was so good but is this a point and click game damn it 
<laughs> is it missed? Yeah. That game. So did you ever play, what was the other one? Riven and there were two sequels. I think the sequel was Riven and then there's a third one called. I thought there was like five sequels. Oh, there may have been. Yeah. But I, I don't know that we, we didn't own Riven. We only had missed. Missed. Okay. I don't know about you. That game scared the crap out of me. And I don't know why. Something about just the feeling of isolation and knowing that you're the only person on this island, whatever, but something about it just, I don't know. It just, and there was no, it creeped me out. And then as you would get those pages and the two brothers would like talk to you. Oh yeah. And it was all like staticky. And the more pages you got, the less staticky it became. But even that creeped me out and like, I don't know. Maybe it was just because that was one of the very early computer games. And it was like, seeing this full motion video of this person talk I don't know something about it granted I was what six or seven I don't know when did this game come no, out it came out in 95 oh well that's I, pathetic I was 11 well, years old then. <laughs> was it that late? I would have thought like 92 or so don't quote me let me let me check um because this is on CD-ROM so this wasn't on our old Micron Oh, we know the Micron. It, it was, was on the Micron. Yeah. It wasn't on that first. The get the one that had like Chuck Yeager, whatever computer that was. That wasn't the Micron, was it? Oh, ninety three, ninety three. Okay, so that was well. That was on Mac. That was the original. So I don't. Know. I, I assume PC. Was right, bottom line, I was pretty young. I was nine or ten. Yeah. And it's not like it gave me nightmares or anything, but it was just a game that. I enjoyed, but I just didn't really care to play it. If it was late at night and I was by myself. Well, and it was so, like you said, isolated. Like you're yeah. sitting there and you see these beautiful images and everything, but then you can just hear, like I can hear the water. You can hear like it. a bug yeah. screaming it's just in the so, background. It's almost more unsettling that you don't have like zombies running around or something and everything. Right, yeah. But it was like that's why I wanted to... When when the witness was coming out and all this other stuff, I was like, "Oh man, I'm hope it's like going to be another. It's not a mist at all. It's not that at all. Like the puzzles no. in it, you walk up to a board with like a bunch of like a dots game, and you got to go a certain way based on all these other rules you've learned before. I'm like, nope, that sounds wow. horrible. So, I would love mist to come back and have one where you actually can walk around like Firewatch or something, right? Like walking just like simulator, click and move to there, mist, click move to there. Yeah. I remember, I think before we owned it, I think we played that game over at Randy's. See, maybe we didn't get it till 95. Maybe that's what maybe. it was. But I remember playing that over... Probably Randy's. On, on their, uh, the gateway. Yeah. That oh, yeah, 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 yeah. The little, the, the box of the cow yeah. pattern on it for yep. some reason. And I think that was the first place I played that game. And I just remember, I don't know, some of the puzzles were... I feel like even if I played that game now, I would be lost. It seems like I should be able to figure it out now because I'm older and wiser. I don't think that'd be... I think I'd be just as confused. Yeah. And I think the second, maybe the third area, not the main island, but there's like that treetop area and there's all the pipes and there's like valves that you could turn on and off. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what I think. Outside of just the main island that's the part of the game i think of and i remember just being so confused there and not being able to figure anything out and do you want to know what systems this came out on and then we'll move on sure <clears throat> mac os sega saturn playstation 3do windows 
Jaguar CD, CDI, Amiga, PSP. That's awesome. Nintendo DS. Wow. Hold up. I didn't know that. iOS and the Nintendo 3DS. What in the world? I didn't know that. I just got my 3DS. And and that box art, just I'll never forget it. Oh, sort of the person Gosh. falling yeah. at the top. Hmm. So yeah, good job. So I'm I'm not stumping you lately. <laughs> that as I was reading through that, I was like, well, I probably may, maybe I could have bleeped out a couple of things, but yeah, it's what it is. Um. Okay. So this is a pretty short one. I've only really got one paragraph to read, and I'm gonna. Missed on the three. Nineteen bucks. It might be worth it. Huh. Um Wow. I, right. I may have to yeah, I may have to do this. Alright, so I only got one paragraph here. Um Alright, ready? Yep. When you're a bankable star like me, they don't skimp on the megs. No sorry, Bob. Sixteen okay. megs. 16 Mondo Megs of Marvelous Me on this cart. Running, leaping, flying, and falling all over your face. I'm blank. I'm trying to save the earth from woolies. No, woolies aren't what you get from wearing cheap underwear. Woolies are space dweebs and flying saucers out to steal the earth's supply of blank. Do you? But enough about them. Let's talk about me. Do you play as and an then earthworm? There's nothing after that. No. Bankable Star. Is it a Genesis game? Yes. Um, I mean, I think multiple systems, but Genesis, yeah. What I'm reading from is the Genesis box. I mean, the way he's talking and everything, it's like very 90s, obviously, but well, Mondo Star. and So there's all these things. That the, after it says, let's talk about me, it just goes on to say, 16 megs, over 40 awesome animations, five wild worlds, 16 big levels, an average of 300 screens per level. Humongous or what? Seven music tracks. Just like going to see a movie. Interactive cartoon. Spend Saturdays playing cartoons, not watching them. And it just goes on and on with all these features about the game. What in the world? I don't... I'm pretty sure we did not own this game. But it has been mentioned several times on this podcast. Not this episode, but on this podcast. Usually in like... The the back of the box, guess who, whatever the other version of this game was that we used to play. Usually it tends to get mentioned. We haven't done this game yet, but it always seems to get mentioned. <laughs> Usually by you for some reason. It's come up at least twice, maybe more. Was this an exclusive? No, you said it came out on no. our system. So it means it's not a, it's not a first-party game. It's not Rocket Knight. Nope. Momondo, cool dude. Oh. I think you have it now. Do you play as a little red guy? Nope. <laughs> oh, I thought it was Cool Spot. Oh, wow. I like that game. That game, I love that game. That was a great game. Um, We definitely rented this game. I'm pretty sure there's a sequel, but it was probably kind of disappointing. 
Um, first game is much better. And you don't play as an earthworm. Nope. Who else would talk like that? But maybe you do. Oh my god. Now do you play as a cat? Yeah. It's Bubsy because that's, that's what I always talk about. I was yeah. like, who? Who? What other character would talk like that? Well, I should have read this a little more before I started reading out loud because I had to like. I realize it says things like, "They don't skimp on the Megs." No sorry, Bobcat. Oh, but I had serious? to stop and say, no, no sorry, Bob. Bob. And I do remember. And the, then he says, 16 Mondo Megs of Marvelous Me pouncing out of this cart. Oh, so yeah. I had to just stop being, I just I'm jumping. Cart. So wait, cart. For, when they say 16 Megs on the box art, is it like white and blue? Um, if I remember right. Maybe on the front. I'm looking at the back. What's I think it was the on the front. front look like? Bubsy. Oh, this was pre- Red stripe. Yep, I remember that. Why can't I zoom out? Do you remember what the the subtitle Tagline. I guess was? Bubsy in outer. No, it's a very just horrible pun on a fairly famous movie. About aliens. I'll I'll know it when you say it. So the movie it's making a pun of is Close Encounters of the Third Kind. Oh, Close Encounters of the Purred Kind? Close. The Furred. Oh, Furred. And it's Claws Encounters. That's stupid. Claws Encounters of the Furred Kind. So... Did you find the box art? Because I thought I remember when they yeah, would say I like can't 16 zoom out. Eggs. I mean, that's it. But I, if I stop pinching, it falls oh, back. Okay. But no, it was just that. Okay. <laughs> yeah, remember they used to make such a big deal about Megs. And like Super Street Fighter 2 was 24 Megs. Or no, that was 30. It was 40 Megs. I don't even know what that means. Megabits. But it wasn't. But on the Super Nintendo, it was only 32. Yeah. I which don't... is really weird. I don't understand that. Yeah. I think that was right up there with blast processing. Like, ooh, let's just put this number on it that makes it sound like it's a really big deal. Well, I mean, it was a big deal, but... Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, Bubsy. I think that was out on Super Nintendo too, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah, okay. And it did have a sequel. There was a sequel. I don't even know if I ever played it, but I think I remember it being just one redone. Like, same graphics, same gameplay, same everything. Uh, no, what I was thinking of was when it says one or two players. That's what I was thinking of down there. Oh, uh, yeah. I thought that I said 16 that. megs, but they would always talk about the megs. If it was, oh, special champion edition was 24 megs. Yeah, and super was 40. Super was 40. God, that's crazy. Seems like a lot. And this is this is fake box art. It never came out. No, it didn't have the Unless red. it got re-released or something with the, uh, the red Genesis stuff, but. I don't know. That's it for episode 18. Appreciate everybody being with us. Again, you can find us on Twitter. I'm at KevinWhite24. He is at RealSeanWhite. Sean White. What? Wait. <laughs> wait. Wait. What? Wait. Uh, we're at 2Player underscore co-op. And you can find us on iTunes and SoundCloud and a bunch of other stuff, I think. We'll see. Um, I don't know if they ever launched the, the Google, Google thing. Play thing. I should look yeah, into that. Either way, if you're on an Android, hey, just use SoundCloud, or if that's there, then download us there. But 
We really appreciate everybody being here for 18 episodes. Hope you'll come back for uh, episode 19. But until that time, Sean, go ahead and take us out. Thank you for playing. Thank you for playing.